1: Hello and welcome to Indie Pod, an indie games podcast. Your weekly source for all the indie games news you need know to know. <laughs> news you need to I know, mean, isn't it? I mean, it's not, not even the episode, same, though. It's yeah. yeah, it's not. Like I, I don't know how I was gonna like introduce it in general because this is, of course, our, I guess. A special episode special. for the month of June. It's it's not the book club. It's a special episode voted it's... upon by our amazing patrons, specifically the Wombat Simp Boy. You know, because apparently he's a big fan of that name. He's no, a big he's fan. Not. Is what I heard. He's gonna get <laughs> us. He's gonna ask weird questions. I don't want it. You know what's funny is that like when he said that I was just like fucking bring it dude. Cool. Just more opportunities for me to share weird shit about myself. I don't, I don't care. Know. I don't know that I'm ready for that. I know, but... right? Is more of you. Like I'm just like I'm going nuclear, bro. Yeah. I want to implode like a dying star. It'll be That's awesome, true. you know?
0: That's true. Just
1: it's the perfect way to go out. I'm I'm excited for it. It's going to be awesome. This episode of course is about our five games that we picked that we believe are under the radar. Now I'm assuming like every other top five or any other of these special episodes, Josh and I came at this from completely differing angles. I'm, I'm assuming so because me, I was like, okay, these are games. And what's funny is most of mine are either PS2 or DS games, not even joking. And they're not like they're not indie games. It's not like five <gasps> indie games that are under the radar. It's none of that. Yeah, yeah. Special episodes is all about just learning about us as human beings. So oh I ain't goodness. I ain't trying to throw indies in there. With the exception of one. No.
0: I did bring up one
1: indies, actually. Yeah, you said that yours were probably going to be that's what I mean. Like that's why I think we approach this at a differing angle where it was just like these are like five games that I love that I either don't hear anyone talking about or when they do talk about them, they talk shit. And I'm just like, you great fucking games. What are you talking about? (laughs) World of Warcraft. I fucking love it. How did you approach this list? How, like, did you, is it just like five games this, that you think are under the radar? Yeah, or? this,
0: normally I come with a good strat where I'm like, uh, I know how I'm going to do this. This one, I was just like looking through a big list of games I've played before. And I was like, that seems good. That's literally how oh, I did it. Okay. I found five.
1: I was um, wondering if you were going to choose upcoming games, because it's like, it's not specified oh, whether they oh, need to be upcoming or, that or been anything really, like that. That would have so. been really
0: smart. Oh, man. That would have been maybe next month two months bi-monthly episode we'll do upcoming that would be a good one for later when we're like what's our 2022 picks that are going to be like the most anticipated games or something like that but no i I'm, like
1: how i tapped my head like yeah it's a big brain idea and it's like one that i didn't have until i already completed this and we're recording so did it even really exist big, no not big, really
0: uh Big brain plays, man. They don't need to know yeah, that. Yeah, dude. Cut the episode. We'll come back and we'll, we'll redo it. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> they don't need to know this part. All right, let's just brainstorm five episodes, right? Or five, five episodes.
1: Let's, let's brainstorm five, five games upcoming right episodes now. of Indie Pod that you guys are have yet to know about. Uh, the old man voice episode. It's <laughs> <Yes>! it's happening. <laughs> I think I'd rather kill myself than record that.
0: <laughs> Give me your best old man right now
1: i don't know if i can do an old man i how can you not do an old man i feel like it's the easiest
0: i was gonna say accent but that's not really a good way to determine it, impression
1: i don't know just
0: okay give me a give me a yeah, oh. like you're like
1: oh, oh, oh,
0: oh. and then you just keep that going while you talk you yeah, just that weird like raspy oh, nature Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey,
1: okay. just You know what? I feel like my old man, though. The reason that I can't do it in, like, an episode is because my old man, you know, because I'm going to get deep into this character.
0: Mm, He's got dementia,
1: mm. but he didn't Mm. forget everything in his life. He just forgot the English language. What's up? He doesn't know how to speak anymore. He speaks in robot speak, you know? So he's just like... (laughs) You know what i mean like if you couldn't hear that it was just a bunch of breaths couldn't which hear doesn't it. make sense as robots speak because they don't breathe there but fuck I, me like this is a fictitious scenario that doesn't <laughs> exist
0: not only did he forget how to speak english he forgot how to be a robot <laughs> it's a bad case bad case of dementia
1: i know dude like what are we doing today age is not gonna look kindly on me oh know? for sure just, no it's definitely fine. not it's fine I'm just By gonna bed.
0: By then we're we're hoping for cyborg pieces, so we're just like we don't need we don't need uh, you know big brains. We'll just I don't know, them. dude.
1: By then I'm hoping to be East Cod. like you know, like just fucking I kill just, me now. You I know? just had
0: a a developer interview that was all about a VR game, and they were talking about how it was so cool that. In the future, we're going to have like a metaverse where you're in like VR pods and you can play games and blah, blah, blah. And they were so passionate about it. And I thought of you and I was like, this is like a
1: motherfucking dream. (laughs) You're like God. If you could just actually die from those, like Vaughn would be totally in. He'd be like, "Put a chip in me, big boy. Let's go. Oh, let's do it." Of course, oh. this is about our five under the radar games. Uh, Josh and I each picked five games, seemingly that we have played. I actually chose one upcoming game. I'm not joking, oh, okay. and I chose one because I haven't heard fucking anyone talk about it. Ooh, and like, I'm and excited. and this I'm might excited. I mean, it might just be because like I per like I I'm not in if you like, say a lot song. of gaming communities or anything. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a shitload of buildup, and it's fucking a holiday. So talk. Like I haven't heard anybody talk about Who's- it. It's insane, dude. <laughs> like nobody freaked out about it not being at E3. Like it's yeah, it's, it's crazy. not a single person. You know. No, it's it's not. But actually the funny thing is, it is in a sense related to Hollow Knight, which I think is really funny. But right. Big Josh Boy, we might as well get into get into this. Did you do you have like a hierarchy on your list? Is it like number one is the one I feel like is most under the radar and five mm. is the least under the radar?
0: No, I kinda just I I this isn't like there's no order to any of these. I could rank them based on which ones I like more, uh, off mm. the top of my head right but i just kind of listed them i was like this one this one this one um so for me there's really no order in this it's just these are five games that i feel like most people never really talked about or at least in my community of you know whatever network i have i didn't hear a lot of uh hype around it but they're all games that i enjoyed oh okay so what is your number five okay so number five. I will go with, and this is a game I've talked about before. Um, it is a super, super, super trippy game. It is called anti Antichamber mm. anti is an amazing game that if you never have any interest in playing it, I would recommend watching it being speedrun because it's so cool and so weird how they break it. But it's a game where it's very similar to something like, it's a puzzle game in, in a lot of ways. And very similar to Portal, you kind of get these different colored guns that will shoot blocks out. And a lot of it is very much uh, perception and kind of like visual distortion and playing with with your mind and weird mechanics where you'll have like uh, different hallways that you'll turn into. And even though you're turning, they'll just change and it doesn't make sense but like you just have to kind of understand the pattern to it you have things where certain areas will just be upside down you know, like it's it's a lot of like playing with physics and playing with just your like the normal uh world of things and kind of flipping that on its head and i just love it it was one of those games very early on into me playing a lot of indie games and playing a lot of computer games in general where i was like this is so nuts like i've never seen anything like it and i think that it's just The trippy colors to it the way that it's all these like strange experiments and that you can teleport throughout the world constantly anytime you you get through it um it's it's a lot of fun it's a short experience from what i remember like a couple hours but it is definitely worth it it is one of my my top games that is for sure
1: all right for me my number five this is the only indie game that's actually on my list i mean The only one that I would really think of as an indie game for the most part, because the rest of them, I don't have any idea. Didn't really look into it that much. There were just games that I thought about that. I was like, man, nobody fucking talks about a game really cool. You know what I mean? Uh This game, I just want everybody to know about because it's fucking cool. And I feel like very few people talk about it. It's called Crow Sworn. It is an upcoming game. It's an action. It's it's an action platformer in a very similar vein to Hollow Knight. It's actually very. It's inspired by Hollow Knight. It's by Mongoose Rodeo. It is so fucking cool. You essentially play this like plague doctor esque character, and I I don't actually know much about the game itself. I've only seen gameplay, and it looks. Really really clean. It looks very fast and the art is just it looks so good. Granted It looks a lot like Hollow Knight. It really does
0: super super Like Hollow Knight. It's so close. Uh, they even have the the little mechanic of slapping things and kind of yeah hovering the pogo. with it yeah. yeah
1: yeah they have a very similar like uh, uh, nature to it which I think is kind of funny because it very much comes into like an enchanted enchanted portals territory where right. I believe that game was called like gleam light or something like that the one that like supposedly copied Hollow Knight even yeah. though it's just a fucking action platformer but it almost seems like and granted they don't have their Kickstarter yet. So, maybe when they come to Kickstarter, which they are, I'm following it. I can't wait to back it on Kickstarter. But maybe once they do, we'll see some sort of outrage about how it looks like Hollow Knight. Yeah. But right now, I haven't heard shit about it. And it honestly, it's starting to make me think that like the only thing that people don't like about like copies of games, like when they ape an art style, is when they do it poorly, like Enchanted Portals. People thought it didn't look as good. So, I'm just like, or that I really like. What the fuck is that game called? I feel like it's gleam Light, I'm, but I'm fairly it certain it's not. Yeah, I'm I'm not 100 sure, but like both of them were shit on, and it, yeah. they also just <clears throat> didn't look to be very good. Whereas Crow sworn looks fucking great. Yeah, it Check is it gleam Light, out. by the way. Oh shit! Yeah. Fuck yeah! yeah. Look at you go. <laughs> Oh, I just feel, sometimes I just feel so good about myself, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Like, ah, sure, there's, beneath this chubby exterior, there's a, there's a heart of dog shit with like a little bit of light, you know what I mean? Like, let's fucking go, dude. Ah. Can't believe it, but please check out Crowsworn. Super good. It's it's upcoming, obviously. I feel like it's just under the radar. Not many people are talking about it, and hundred percent would recommend everybody follow it on Kickstarter because it is. They are gonna have a Kickstarter campaign, and follow uh, Mongoose Rodeo mm. over on Twitter because the game just looks fucking cool. It looks really really cool. Okay, mm-hmm. like granted i'm i'm gonna have to beat hollow knight before i play this game i have to do it now like it oh, just
0: oh yeah we should have pushed for that for the game that we're supposed to talk about for our about. book club yeah for book club <laughs> cuz i well, keep okay. that you want to replay that
1: i well i actually have uh, i have something to talk about on granted when this goes live for for the plebs which will be never. maybe in like 6 years when i actually start putting these out uh when never. it goes live It will never happen It'll be a little bit different, but for this week's episode of IndiePod, I do have somewhat of an announcement and, in a weird way, an apology to make. And oh, I'm kind of, I'm, I, yeah, I'm interested. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm interested to talk about it. But oh, of no. course, like I said, this is crow scorn crow scorn Fuck me, dude. Got it. So you gotta screw
0: it up somewhere in there.
1: I really have to. Like yeah. I, it's all good. It's Don't just... worry about
0: it, man. We're gonna talk about this when it comes to Kickstarter, and you'll fuck that name up even more. <laughs>
1: I feel so bad that that's so fucking true, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna mess it up like twenty five times. All right, big Josh boy. What is your number four under the radar game?
0: My number four is a combination uh, because there is both one and a sequel of it. It is called Evo Land.
1: I don't know if you've ever heard oh, of it. Um, yeah, I own both of them on Steam. I haven't and played. And let me it, guess, you've I never played? Them. Yep. Okay. Yep. <laughs> um, Evo <Evil> Land. <laughs> Very lands, cool, though.
0: I think one is better than two like the, they obviously put a lot more production value but i just thought that some of those games kind of like faltered but the idea and the the way this is pitched is so super cool like i think this idea like even if this game was trash i would like it because it has such a weird thing that no one really does the the idea of Evil Land is as you're playing the game the game is evolving with you and what i mean by that is it's constantly going from say like a, a 8-bit game to a 16-bit game to a 32-bit game and then eventually it starts to jump genres so it changes and it's constantly evolving so as you're playing this game it starts out as this little cute like what you would think of for a 2d zelda game and then all of a sudden it becomes you know like a more fully fleshed one and then it becomes a platformer and then it becomes this uh card game and then it becomes this like old era PlayStation game that you would know where you'd be like walking around in the kind of like shitty 2D, 3D model look to it. Um, the story to it is is whatever. I don't even remember it really. Um, but the game, I just love that idea of the world and the genres constantly changing and playing out into it. I think that the second one, some of those genres really were like, I hated the fighting game one specifically. I was like, ugh, please stop. Um, but I just think it's so innovative and i'd love to see more of these types of style like i don't know there's just something about it like i just want a little bit of more polish to it honestly but the game i think people should check it out because for what it is i thought it was such an incredible experience and just such a different experience so i would recommend checking out evil land
1: did you ever try out anodyne 2 i i know that we've talked about it a couple times but did you ever try it Anodyne
0: two did you mention it when i talked about evil land once before
1: probably, it's probably, how, it's probably because it does yeah it does a it does a like a vaguely similar thing not not really when it goes through generations but it goes through art styles granted i haven't played a lot of it but mm. it goes from like a very polygonal like a a ps1-esque art style like you know the triangle boobs it goes from that to like a 16 bit and it's it's very very interesting granted anodyne i don't know like the first one i don't know if it did it i didn't get far enough in it it is like a a zelda like and Uh i've talked about in the past i'm not really a fan of them right but uh anodyne 2 does a similar thing don't know how close but it's it's very interesting no, e- Evo Land. I have actually. I've I've been wanting to like actually play it on my Steam malicious, but you know what? Just fucking, I just play some World of Warcraft, big boy. It's okay.
0: Look, oh, well, first off, that that I I will give you a uh, you know, roll up newspaper, swat you in the nose, kind of a kind of a motion. you <laughs> like
1: if I had a fucking water bottle, I, I'd spray the shit out of you.
0: <laughs> I would spray you so good, um, if you know what I'm talking about, um. But no, I, I think that, that that's totally fine, man. It's too it's one of those things where like I'm we're pitching these under, uh you know, underrated games and things that people should check out. But it's like at the same time, if someone was to recommend it to me, I'd be like, I don't have time for this shit. I can barely keep up with the games that are coming out now. So like I get it. It's tough. You know, it's one of those like if it ever happens, you should check it out. <laughs>
1: uh, So for my number four, it's. A game that I have heard people talk about before, but they shit on it. Hardcore. Okay, Big Josh Boy. Would I would and I do that? Maybe. I'm I'm not exactly certain. This is a game that I like, I don't think I've ever heard you talk about the franchise. So this game, my number four, is by Insomniac Games. It is Ratchet Deadlocked. It released on the PS2 at like the end of the generation. It is a Ratchet and Clank game. That a lot of people, from what I understand, it is actually part, it is a canon part of the Ratchet and Clank story, but people believe it to be a spin-off because it is not a typical Ratchet and Clank game. Instead, it's more of a first and or third person shooter instead of like the, the continual like getting, you still get new weapons and stuff, but you don't have the maneuverability because Clank doesn't actually... Uh, trek this world with you. He offers support and the idea is that this kind of evil corporation actually collects a bunch of different like superheroes uh and actually makes them fight to the death for a TV show. It's very weird. I remember playing it when I was a kid and it was easily my favorite Ratchet and Clank game. Now I imagine if I went back through the series, I would probably enjoy some of the other titles. I uh, granted there there are a lot of ratchet and clank games so yeah Yeah. maybe i would but i i really really enjoyed ratchet deadlocked i think it's a lot of fun it is very much just a shooter but i loved it when i was a kid i thought the multiplayer was so fun if you complete challenges within the main story you can unlock multiplayer skins and i remember playing is this like little fucking toad and i loved it so much like chase and i used to play it all the time when we were kids like this and champions of norath was our fucking jam and it's it's just so fun i i very much enjoy it and people shit on deadlocked people do not like it they they i i believe it in most people's collective knowledge about the ratchet and clank series it's probably one of their least favorites granted i i they got pretty weird at the end of the ps3 generation but yeah this this is my number four ratchet deadlock check it Mm -hmm. out it's on ps2 it's a lot of fun i think i'm gonna play some maybe before i hop on the classic gaming podcast oh that'll be Uh, good I love this fucking game. I think it's That's so interesting.
0: much fun. You know, I love the Ratchet & Clank series. It's actually really? one of my... I am such a big fan. I didn't it's, know that. It's one of the things that I'm really sad about for the fact that I'll probably never get a PS5 or not anytime soon, is that like I want to play the new one. I literally... Yeah. The, the whole reason I got a PS4, the first when I actually got it, was so I could play one of the new Ratchet & Clank games that came out. Like I love that series so much but i've never i've never tried this one and granted i probably never tried it because if i knew what it was which like just looking through screenshots and how different it is i'd probably be like no
1: it's very very different yeah Yeah, you don't I, i believe you do not actually have your like ratchet at all it's it's just a shooter basically
0: yeah see like i don't i don't i hate when games do that especially when they take like such a dive in in there, I guess it's weird because I just talked about how I love this one game that's constantly changing its genre, but it's different when you've like been introduced to a game that is what it is, and then they're like, let's totally switch this. And you're like, I don't know about that. Like some innovation, sure, but not when it's like totally changed. Like I hated when um and you know, I might get some flack for this depending on you know who's listening, but Jack and Daxter was a series where if you look at the first Jack and Daxter, I was like, perfect, perfect game. And then they were like, let's make it Grand Theft Auto, and I was like, you're dumb
1: <laughs> stop you don't like the more edgy version I do outside not. of precursor legacy you're I like hate i'm not it. a fan of jack two and three not I'm a like, fan why
0: why did you do this grand theft auto was really big at the time and they were like let's cash in on this and i was like why please stop make the game that it's supposed to be I hate
1: it i'm gonna be honest i i don't know if i've ever actually played any of the jack and daxter games like or or like a good amount i i've played right. like the tiniest bit of i think enough like for you jack to even remember 3. yeah yeah, yeah the sure. tiniest bit but not enough to like really really think about it so yeah yeah i get it. i, I, I want to jump into the series though honestly i'm feeling kind of like and this is something that I will talk about on this week's episode of Indie Granted, like I said, plebes, you ain't gonna hear this for a long time. You'll so never hear it, fucking,
0: <laughs> never.
1: Whatever. Um, I feel like in the past, like couple months, I've and it's not necessarily. Uh, this is gonna sound dramatic, but I feel like I've kind of fell out of love with video games. Like mm. I just haven't really felt the urge to play a lot of games and stuff like that. I felt like I just kind of hopped from title to title to try to find something. I I spoke about it in the past and right now I'm kind of feeling like I, I want to fall in love with games again. I I specifically into games. I really do. And I, want to go back and play a lot of games that got me into it in the first place so i think like i have i've spoken about you could see them right there my ps2 games and shit i want to hop into some of them i don't know if i'll beat any of them but i want to hop into them and see kind of like i want that nostalgic nature to to kind of get me back in it but
0: yeah i get you that's
1: beside the point big josh boy let's move on to my number three i guess wait what no, is your number, no? What is your number, number three. three? Yeah, your yeah, number three. I haven't done my number three because I was like, no, you were just Jack and Daxter wasn't part of yours. Yeah, you're just yeah, yeah, shitting yeah, yeah. on it. It's a good, it's
0: a good <laughs> game, but no, it's not, it's not my third. Um what my is third, your third? My third is actually a game called Ziggurat. Um, I don't know if you know anything about oh. Ziggurat, but it's so you're basically a magician, you're like a spell weaver, um, and think of it kind of like Doom. It has that same, you know, like uh, first person. Scrolling around, you have a bunch of enemies, you walk into a room, but it's very much a uh, roguelike of you get different perks, you get different spells, you have a ton of different enemies and like challenge rooms and things that are coming your way. Um, There's actually a second one that they're currently working on right now that's an early access. So if you are a fan of the show, which I don't know why you'd be listening to this if you weren't because only the patrons
1: have access to this because Vaughn will never put the actual episodes up for the plebs. Um, See, I feel weird because now if I did it like I was like today, I literally was like, what if I just like put up an episode like next week? And I'm like it would just be in the middle of a month like that'd be so weird i Fuck almost feel just... like i have to wait until the beginning of another month to start it well
0: i mean uh, yeah i guess i mean i guess it doesn't matter like you would just put it up whenever the other ones go up but anyway the the point i was trying to say is if you listen to us and in the coming weeks i'm sure or maybe in like coming months when ziggurat uh pops out of early access because i've kind of been waiting because I, I play early access games too much and i kind of want to like just wait for 1.0s with some. And Ziggurat 2 is something that I've been hearing from a buddy of mine who plays played the original Ziggurat and fell in love with it. He's been playing through it, and I, I think even um, even Phil, uh, no Sam Sam was saying that he, he was enjoying Ziggurat 2. So I am super stoked, and I can't wait to talk about that. But it was such a good game. Um, the only thing that I really wish they would have had is co-op uh, for it just because at that time I had a buddy who, like I said fell in love with it and wanted to play it a bunch and i think that it would be super cool to have it with two people but it's basically like um it reminds me of a lot of an old game called hexen if you know of that game which was on the n64 that i played it but it just feels very much like a game like doom but with wands and spells
1: um yeah i actually i've scrolled past ziggurat many many times i've looked at it and i've always been like doesn't look like my cup of tea
0: it's it's kind of tough it could be kind of challenging. So I I can see that there would be a little bit of trepidation with that. But like, it's a fun game.
1: All right. Uh, so for my number three is another game I played when I was younger. Uh, basically, all of these from Crow Sworn on. Like, it's just a bunch of games I played when I was a kid that now I feel like I'm, I'm surprised that I'm not hearing people sing their praises because I always thought that they were kinda, really, really, good.
0: I kind of like that you're doing this cause it's honestly in some ways giving me nostalgia vibes for games. For some reason you bringing up the, like the champions of North, cause I used to play that a lot with my friends as well. And for about some champions. reason it brought up this game that I haven't thought about in a long time called Dokapon kingdom, which is like, think of Mario party, but just extremely anime and excessively unfair to everyone playing it's like it is a it is a uh, a friend killer type game it's one of those ones where like the person who's in last place just becomes this demon and can just kill like everyone and just totally wreck their days up and it's just super super weird um such a cool damn game but uh, gotta
1: love it when developers were just chill to kill their to like kill the fun of oh, everyone yeah. they're just like is this is completely they just didn't give a shit about gamers or anything they're like i don't care what you want i want them to be able to murder you like it sucks to suck i guess yeah. be better or be worse you know what i mean be
0: worse to be better that is the <laughs> motto anyway my apologies please continue with your third
1: so my number three is a game called Gladius by LucasArts. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Okay, so have you ever seen Gladius? Have you yeah. ever played it? I, yeah, you essentially create your own, like, it's an RTS game that mm-hmm. came out on the uh, the PlayStation 2. And, well, I played it on PS2. Actually, I think I played it on GameCube. I'm going to mm, be honest. Yeah, um, yeah. But you create your own gladiator school. And you then go around, you go across maps and you basically just fight other gladiators. You build up your team, you can get new gladiators, you level them up. It's like a very typical RTS. From what I understand, I was watching some reviews of it earlier because a lot of these games I haven't played since I was a kid. So I was like, I don't remember what this game is about. I was watching some reviews and it says that it actually has like a bunch of different game modes. And it kind of got me, I was like, Maybe I'll crack open my PS2 copy and play. Like, let's fucking go, dude. But Gladius, I've always thought it was so cool. Like, being able to play a Gladiator, I think, is so awesome. And honestly, the fact that, like, this came out... So, it was developed by LucasArts, published by Activision, I believe. And I don't understand why people don't talk about it more. Like, isn't it kind of weird? I feel like I hear the same, like... 10 fucking like retro games all the time. Uh-huh. Everybody talks about how they played Legend of Zelda, Suikuden, like fucking Chrono Trigger. There's like a couple like retro titles that you hear basically every day if you listen to any gaming podcast, but uh-huh. there's so many that are just forgotten.
0: Yeah. <laughs> just- I think it's just hard because it's so like it's so niche and everyone who has a platform is usually going to talk about like bigger things because it brings in bigger audiences. Like it's the same issue that, you know, we probably have is like, how many people are actively looking for indie games as their main like source of like, it's having a niche is good because you get a certain type of person, but you also block out a lot of others. It's like any of those people who want to hear about the new PlayStation, the new Xbox, the new, whatever is not going to come to our podcast just in the same light of someone who's talking about, you know, classic games, probably wants to hear some of those more popular ones because that's going to bring in more of that like nostalgia buzz right
1: yeah yeah i get it uh so my number three was gladius big josh boy what is your number two under the radar title
0: so my number two is called book of demons book of demons Oh.
1: i actually reviewed yeah you've talked about this you reviewed it for parallax
0: yes correct so this is one of the the very few ones that i did a video review of Back in Mm -hmm. the day, I gave it a 7.5 out of 10, which uh, means it is a good game in my eyes. But I think honestly, it it depends on what you're into. But I, I love the idea of not only this game, but the studio behind it. So they're called Thing Trunk. And what they're doing is a number of they're doing this whole collection. It's like this is Book of Demons. The next one is Book of what is it? Uh, God, I need to look at the actual developer. But they have a bunch coming that are all like yeah, Book of Book of Demons, Hell Card, Book of Aliens. So they have a number of different games that are coming out, and it's all like Book of Book of whatever, blah blah blah. And so when you get into the game, it opens into this like this. uh,
1: It's like a book.
0: kind of, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah, So it gets into this menu, though, of all these different things that you can select. And so there's only one because Book of Demons was their first. But they're playing into uh, kind of a nostalgia factor. Right. Uh, but they're playing into a lot of older games that they grew up with that they're like, we want to make games that have these kind of similar feelings to them. And so Book of Demons is a very strange, uh, you know, retelling of their version of Diablo but the way they did it was it's kind of on rails which seems strange because it's not like a you think of on rails you think of like an on-rails shooter but it's on rails by nature of everywhere you move is very predicted in that you can only move on this straight track and go like left or right or go you know up or down wherever you're leading to and the rooms are all uh, randomly generated, which is very similar to Diablo. But it's it's kind of like cardboard-based, like your characters like kind of like hobble around as if you're playing with a little paper person. And so are all of the enemies and the, the demons that you're fighting against. And there's different classes, just like Diablo, where you have an archer, you have a mage, you have a warrior. So it's very the same thing. Even the old, like the people in the town, there's like an older dude who they literally he's deckard Kane. like there's a part where he says stay a while and listen it's like come on now way too close way too on the nose <laughs> um but i but i really enjoyed it and of course you know you're gonna uh, say something about it but there is a card mechanic to it it really is the customization of your skills and your abilities for each of the characters and there's a good amount like there's there's equipment there's different abilities you get and you kind of swap that out based on uh based on level based on um, just the currency that you get through the game. And then as you beat the game, you then have the ability to keep going into the dungeon and like randomly generating things and, and adding new difficulties to it. So there's a lot of replayability to it. Um, I I really liked it. I am very much looking forward to the next ones because I think I think the Book of Aliens is gonna be a StarCraft one, which I think is pretty cool. Um, like an RTS? Yeah, 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 exactly um that's so i'm interesting i'm really i'm really looking forward to what's going to come out from that team they have this hell card one which is like um i think that's the the next one but it's more of like uh an iteration on book of demons um so kind of like a dlc of some sort but I, I don't know i'm just i'm looking forward to what comes out of thing trunk i thought the book of demons is good and i think more people should check it out
1: All right, for my number two, I believe this is a game I've talked about in the past, but I'm not 100% sure. It actually is a real-time strategy game, uh, Mm. but it is called Grim Grimoire. It's made by Vanillaware. I believe this was their first title after leaving Atlas. I mean, I'm not 100% certain. I, I really don't know what i'm talking about that much i once again i was just looking into reviews about it it's the same team that made odin's fear but grim grimoire is essentially about like a girl who goes to a magic academy and after a few days like everyone dies and she Mm -hmm. has to find out why and she gets like transported back in time it's very weird uh you have multiple different types of magic that you can use. And I always thought it was really cool. Like alchemy comes in eventually and there, these chimera S characters that are like monstrosities. They look, they look really, really cool. But then there's like the typical magic that has like pixies and you basically just try to build up resources very stereotypically for an RT, the RTS genre. Mm-hmm. Um, but I always loved Grim Grimoire. I always thought it was super fun. I rented it when I was a kid. And really, really loved it, played a lot of it for like the seven days that I had it or whatever. Mm. And then just honestly it even fell off my radar. I didn't think about it until later when I started like collecting games where I was trying to find a copy of Grim Groom War. And just the one I found was like destroyed. And I, I couldn't find it again. I couldn't get another one. And it really sucked. It was definitely like one of my favorite games as a kid i love the art style and it honestly it makes me want to hop into odin's Sphere because i feel like odin's Sphere the the gameplay matches more or like dragon's crown the gameplay matches more of my tastes mm-hmm. but the art style is really really what i want so that's what oh, wow. kind of makes me want to like hop into odin's Sphere or dragon's crown because they're like action rpgs for the most part versus this being an rts but really really (laughs) loved it grim grimoire love the art style i always thought it was awesome uh so big josh boy what is your number one
0: my number one uh this goes into kind of what i was playing around the xbox 360 uh era which i i was really into these kind of like i saw these like (laughs) adventure games uh and very similar to like a dante's inferno uh or like god of war um but there was this game called um what is his name uh american mcgee uh okay so it's this game called alice madness returns
1: oh my god i sold that game all the time at gamestop people fucking love the alice games
0: yeah so this is one that kind of like came and went and i feel like it's very much a cult classic in a lot of ways um Mm -hmm. because i don't hear a lot of people ever talk about this game now but i loved alice madness returns it was i actually mentioned it one on like one of the last episodes uh where josh uh was on as guesting for for your absence because of the house move but I don't ever really hear a lot of people talk about this game. Uh, granted, it's an old game, right? But mm-hmm. there was something about the uh, depiction of Alice as this like mental in- institute person, so someone who's actually in an asylum, and that's kind of why all of this is so strange. And and taking that Wonderland you know vibe and and putting it in a, a darker light. I love when people do shit like this and. The gameplay for it wasn't anything that was like wow this is blowing my my mind but it was very typical to that time um and i just loved the the creepiness to it the characters in it are super super just like grotesque and weird and i thought it was the coolest thing um granted i haven't played it in a long time maybe now i look at it and i'm like ooh, this is just edgy and dumb uh but i really enjoyed it when i played back when i was when did this come out 2011 uh so like 20 <laughs> i guess right right because 21 so i'm 30 so it's got to be when i was 20.
1: Yeah. i honestly forget that you're 30 you're just such a cute boy dude I'm such you an just old you look like you're boy. in your 20s you're a
0: no i am uh i'm a 30 year old i'm an old man um <laughs> it's uh a real struggle uh have you seen do you do you know bo burnham
1: yeah mm-hmm. Have you yeah seen he his... just put out like his new special on netflix have you,
0: have you seen his new special yet
1: no i haven't watched it i oh. i watched the trailer for it and i did think that it was really funny it's or really interesting i can't remember which one i found
0: it gets <laughs> it gets really dark uh at the end it's
1: really when you produce something in quarantine it gets dark that's crazy dude yeah
0: (laughs) so he he has a song that's all about him turning 30 so i guess we're like the same age uh range and it's all about how upset he is that he's turning 30 and how he's like achieved nothing and i was like i was looking at my wife and i was like huh is he this is
1: how i feel (laughs) (laughs) you're like i might have a great job an amazing wife and a house but like didn't achieve nothing (laughs) 36 yeah i don't know isn't that it's i mean that's what's hilarious that that comes with age is like eventually you hit a midlife crisis which i've always thought was interesting that people hit a midlife crisis and they're like i gotta buy a car i gotta do something like to 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 make up for my lack of experience in life and it's just like I don't know. It's kind of just taking for granted all of the things that you've done or all the things that you oh, have, sh- which sounds sure. mean, but it's just that's what a midlife crisis is. Granted, I mean, everybody, everybody like, goes everybody through has like, the right to go through a fucking midlife crisis.
0: Because the thing is, age is weird. Like it hits you like a truck. Like it's yeah. it's very strange. And thirty is a very it's it's a very specific age that I think a lot of people get hit by it because it's like your twenties, you still feel you still see yourself as a young person you're like oh I'm a young kid I'm a young kid and then when I hit 30 it was one of those things where it's like it's like you know turning on turning off a light switch it just it happens and it's one of those things where I look back and I'm just like I don't remember the path from like 20 to 30 like I remembered like key moments but it just seems like such a blur and it just feels like What the hell? I'm old. What, what, what's happening here? Like, where did this come from? Kind of a thing. And granted, people are going to like anyone who's listening, which I don't think we have a lot of people who are like old, old listening. But if someone was like 40, their fifties, they're like, shut the fuck up. Like, you're not old. (laughs) But like, for me, it's at that point where now I'm starting to get into jobs where I'm like, I'm not the young one anymore. I remember there was a time where any place I worked, everyone was like, he's so young. Oh my God. Oh, 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 and now I'm like, am I gonna be one of those fucking annoying people? Like, I don't wanna be that.
1: Yeah, I felt really weird over the weekend because it was pointed out to me that I, well, it turns out I actually wasn't the oldest, if not for 19 days, but I was the oldest out of a group of like 15 people. And I was like, "That's what? weird."
0: Yeah, that's weird. So
1: yeah granted it was my roommate's birthday party and i think he's like 22 but it just like totally threw me off i was just like i feel weird like i'm turning 26 this year i guess which isn't it's not fucking like old or anything it was just so odd to realize that but back to what i was saying i guess is it my number one (laughs) that's your yeah it's your number
0: one this has been dude i i feel like i've really led us astray on this episode because i keep just talking about random stuff nah, but like let's be honest we're all, it's my fault we're, all, always we're my fault. all over the place it is your number one
1: <laughs> okay so my number one is a game that i've talked about in the past over and over again i had to put it on here okay it's my preferred of the like i believe three games that they've made haven't played the third one here <laughs> <be so> funny.
0: <laughs> super underrated bro
1: <laughs> no okay i'm serious This is a game that I hear nobody but fucking Errol talk about. And like that, that's not in any way an insult. Can we, can we make Errol the guy who is obsessed, but fucking Errol. (laughs) So my number one is Spectrobes Beyond the Portals by Jupiter Corporation. I fucking love the Spectrobes games. I love excavation as a game mechanic. I think it's so awesome it's also should be said that Spectrobes has got a decent amount of Samurai Beetle Boys, and I'm a big fan of it. It's fucking dope. And I, I just, I really, really loved Spectrobes when I was a kid, the first game. And Spectrobes 2 came out, which is Beyond the Portals, and it iterated in so many great ways, like on combat, and it added some new really cool creatures. And I really love the game. I think it's awesome i don't think people talk about enough of the like age of excavation games i think they're so awesome granted i like when i started this i was like this might have been a list of just excavation games if i let it be like it'd be like fucking spectrum spectros beyond the portals fucking uh fossil fighters like it definitely could have been but instead i was like i can only choose one which one do i want to put on here it had to be Spectrobes Beyond the Portals because I I love the game. I I love the franchise of Spectrobes games. I'm actually, I really want to play Origins on the Wii. People talk shit about it. Apparently it's really bad and weird, but I really want to play it. And that's it. That's my number one, big Josh boy. That's, that's gotta be my number one. And that was the only one that I deliberately put in one place. Number one. The most underrated or like under the radar thing is the Spectrum franchise. Yeah. Is it? That's it. Bring All it back. Right. Let's let's fucking dig up some fossils, dude. I'll scream into a microphone to awaken it.
0: Did I, I ever tell uh, you about
1: that mechanic of the games to no, awaken fossils? I don't, I don't really you had know like, shit about these games. <laughs> yeah, you have to screech into your DS.
0: Oh my god, that sounds <laughs> Which awful. Which in the first That's game. A hey, you okay. Pikachu kind of thing.
1: So it's kind of funny. Um, in the first game, you had to like make a noise that was like, Wah! but you had to like, it was just different noises based on what fossil you were trying to awaken. But 100% of people seemingly figured out that you could just blow on it and it would work. That's what I did because I didn't want to be like, Wah! but I in Beyond the Portals, what I didn't remember, and this is another thing where I had to watch reviews for it, is that in Beyond the Portals, dependent on your pitch, you can actually change the color of your Spectrums. And so you would actually have to like hum or sing into it, cool. depending on which one you want. You couldn't just blow into it like uh-huh. I did as uh-huh. a kid, which I think is so funny, but love the series. I think Spectrums is so under the radar. It's so underrated. People need to play Spectrums. If you've got a DS, play Spectrums. It's so I good.
0: I will not but in
1: reality the games are dog shit like let's be real i'm They're sure not good. i'm looking at these <laughs>
0: graphics man it's so crazy to me how older graphics you just don't think about how bad they were <laughs>
1: like, i know like when you think about it when you're a kid you're like i remember this game looking so good so and then you look at it now and you're like this looks so fucking bad so oh crystal my God.
0: in my memory like in my mind i'm like it looked good it was good. Mm. And then I look at those pictures and you're like,
1: what? Were my eyes broken? What is wrong with this? Yeah, then you got to look at fucking triangle boobs. You got to be like, okay, well, I see now why I thought it was good because yeah. this is all I had to compare it Tomb, to. Tomb Raider. Was polygonal the early, titties.
0: The early Tomb Raider, man. Those things are poke an eye out, you know?
1: I know, dude. You're like, you can cut my glass any day. What's up, little <laughs> croft? <Clark?" laughs>
0: ah the good old days
1: (laughs) oh man it's so good so good but that is our five our lists of five games that are under the radar of course this is our monthly special episode we have not decided what our book club is going to be for next month but i believe we pretty much narrowed it down to uh possibly neon abyss that was through the gungeon Yeah, we've got like Neon Abyss, Enter the Gungeon. Um, I believe Subnautica was thrown in there as well um basically we've got a few different ones i'm thinking we'll probably end up playing neon abyss i'm okay. i i think we'll more than likely end up playing that because seemingly like most people are like yeah if i can play that game, that game
0: yeah cool. that's that's so, the bad thing about our our discord is everyone seems super nice about being like yeah i'm down for that game yeah yeah sure it's like there's we're no almost one all like
1: non-confrontational <laughs> there's no one decisive person. person being like this is what we're fucking playing damn it <laughs> especially because it's like it's not supposed to be us choosing it it's supposed to be a voted upon thing i know <laughs> that's like, why
0: that's why i want to keep going in and being like all right let's just play enter the gungeon or let's just play any other best but i'm like i guess i'll wait maybe someone will have like a real like uh, opinion on like yeah i really want to do this one so i'm
1: just kind of waiting but we'll see we'll see what happens but of course you if you're listening to this on free feeds i guess we will uh, One give, day. give the little the little plugs. Please check us out over at IndiePod on Twitter for indie games news. All the like you could check me out over on Twitter Vaughn at Hyde Legion. That's H Y D E L E G I O N, and you can follow Josh at the underscore George ninety. All sorts of good stuff. This will eventually go out for free feeds. You know, maybe in like ten years, maybe it'll be like a time capsule. You know, Ooh. like uh, free feeds will eventually get these yeah. when we're big and. You know, like we're we're successful, you know, and it'll be like we'll a fun it. little throwback. No, uh, successful?
0: <laughs> what? I could see us getting big. Like, we'll start but to never gain a lot successful? of weight, but never successful. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get those dad bods, but uh, I don't know no about that successful.
1: Do you think I don't already have a dad bod? You you've you seen gotta, me get you up. Gotta,
0: come on, you, you got some growing to do.
1: All right, that is the end of this episode. Thanks everyone so much for listening, and we will cu- we'll talk to you later this week, I guess. We don't know. know what this we're <laughs>